Hello, Poddlers. Coming up, when it comes to Whamageddon, things are getting nasty. And needs to get some better chat. Says <laughs> John from Farnborough. Enjoy the show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Let's all hold hands and step into the future and try and crack the source code. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That, sir, is the greatest woe ever delivered on live radio. <laughs> I salute you. <laughs> yes, we are here in the future as we play our brand new game, Crack the Source Code. I'm going to play you a clip from yesterday's show, but the clip has got a bit of a glitch and a certain word or phrase has been lost in the Matrix. If you can identify the missing word or phrase, you can win a bottle of my source, the Fountain of Youth, chosen as the winner from MasterChef Supremo, Primo, Greg Wallace, for your Christmas table. It's a sweet, tangy, with a little bit of heat running through it. Barbecue sauce, barbecue, never tasted so good. So it is time to play a little bit of yesterday's show when we were doing Whamageddon and we'd had so many messages in that we stumbled across a sub-genre. Listen to this. I will be able to do, I think it will be the world's first ever Whamageddon special. Excuse me? That's on the way. You're not going to believe the situations in which it can happen. As I say, we've we've now got (laughs) sub-genres of Whamageddon and and the first one we're going to explore is the... That's the first time me and Glenn have heard that and I'm nervous. So, (laughs) what was yesterday's Whamageddon special? Was it A, a massage parlour special or B, a bum-bum special? (laughs) So that's A, massage parlour, B, bum bum. <laughs> Text your name. And I won a special recognition award for you working did. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, that's A, massage parlour, uh, B, bum bum. Uh, text your name and your answer, A or B. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It is time for somebody to try and crack the source code. Basically, listen to a clip from yesterday's show and tell me what word or phrase is missing. And the person in question is Laura in Tring. Good morning, Laura. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, team. Lovely having you on the show. You are playing for a bottle of Fountain of Youth sauce for the Christmas table. All you need to do is tell me, during yesterday's Whamageddon, we had a special sub-genre. Was it a massage parlour special or a bum-bum special, Laura? It was a bum-bum special, of course. Let's see if you're right. I will be able to do, I think it will be the world's first ever... Whamageddon Bum Bum Special. Well done, Laura. You've got it. Fantastic, thank you. And if you miss the Bum Bum Special of Whamageddon, you can enjoy it again in podcast form, available wherever you get your podcasts from. Laura, have a great Christmas when it comes around, and thank you for tuning into the show. And all of you, thank you Nice one. Cheers, Laura. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Welcome along to The Breakfast Show, where, yes, it is that time again for the comings and goings across social media with Matt Dyson and the social ammunition, Matt. Yes, an amazing clip of Santa having some issues with his clutch is doing the rounds at the moment. You know how in uh, small towns and villages this happens often, the build-up to Christmas, Santa will go out and he'll parade around the town or village on the back of a pickup truck. Just to say hello before going back to the North Pole. 
pre-match build-up yeah. ahead of the big day. Yeah. And it's like organised by um, the Rotary Club or other some other sort of shady local organisation. Right? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hang on a minute. No one knows what goes on at the Rotary Club, do they? <laughs> do you know, as soon as you said that, a load of red dots came through the window and just started scanning over your body. <laughs> anyway, they, all, they normally organise it and then and then the Santa goes around and handing out sweets. It's a lovely yeah. thing. So Santa would obviously want to have his reindeer with him normally, yes. but the Rotary Club offer up the transportation, exactly. the it food and beverages, etc. Well yeah. I was once whammed a couple of years ago when I lived in that village in Northamptonshire. The Santa on the, on the truck got me then. You were uh, waving him with the, the kids, window. yeah. yeah exactly. But and Santa doesn't take part in Whamageddon. He's no, completely no, exactly. neutral. He's oblivious to all of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But he's driving around this town. It sounds like a northern town. He's being towed by a car, right? And Santa's helper has got some sort of loudspeaker or a microphone. And he reveals that uh, the car can't stop because of some technical issues. If you have a listen to the clip. Here he comes now. Here comes Santa. <laughs> so Can't like, stop the clutch has gone on the car. It's like a deleted scene from Phoenix Nights. Yeah. It? it really is. Yeah. That is just amazing. What, what a Christmassy moment. I love when it. The clutch go, people are saying it should replace the Coca-Cola truck. As a, as a, yeah. Can't stop the clutch has gone. And then another great story, and a historical story from history photographed on uh, Instagram, uh, marks the occasion that this week, just this week in the past few days, in 1992, uh, the first ever text message was sent Incredible. on a mobile phone back in 92. Uh, Neil Papworth was an engineer at Vodafone and he sent the world's first ever text message to a guy called Richard Jarvis uh, using an Orbitel 901 handset. Yeah, if I you think remember we know what those. he used, mate. Obviously, you can't remember those. No, days. Dave wasn't even Way born. Way before your time. About. And uh, the first ever text message just said, Merry Christmas. And that was all it was. Oh, on oh that's nice. Yeah, that would have been like, nice. you up, hun. <laughs> Or <laughs> well, just lols. Yeah. <laughs> or a mistake one sent into this studio with a shopping list on it or something, <laughs> yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. But it's, it's nice. The first ever text message, 1992. Well, do you know, I've got to ask then. I suppose we mm. should do a one song question. Yes. We need to know. Mm. The next song playing for your delectation is three minutes and two seconds. What was the make of your first ever mobile telephone device? Oh, yes. And which network were you on? Now, I'm just going to attach myself to Electro. Yes, because I seem to have put myself a into things, a, a slightly sticky situation with how old I am. But I'm 28 years old. My first network was one to one. Oh! How can it be? I didn't get a mobile phone till the year 2000. I think I went to university, no phones at all. No mobile phones while I was at university. Mm. At, at loads of landlines. Yeah, just loads Burn of a landline, yeah, hidden yeah. behind the top. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got two landlines. What do you think he's up to? <laughs> it was going um, on Matt, Matt Dyson, on Freshers Week, he just he put his head under a little blanket, he pulled the cord, <laughs> and he took a picture of <laughs> all <laughs> of his <laughs> mates. Yeah, oh, the selfie's really painful. <laughs> you just get such a flash of light in your eyes. <laughs> Here come all the guys that me capture them on film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, but, yeah, but one to one phone. on the mobile phone. You phones, remember man. your first phone, though. The Nokia 5110 was a beautiful thing. 
Look oh, at that bad boy. I don't know. It had an aerial, didn't it? It had a little aerial, very <laughs> chunky. I mainly got it for Snake, and everyone else uh, yeah. uh, on my journalism course had one. I thought, I need to get one. And it was amazing, on orange. Okay, what was the make of your first mobile phone? The first one you've had. If it had an aerial, you're going to get a bonus point <laughs> yeah. for some reason. And what network were you on? Eight... 12, 15. It is this morning's one song question. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So this week, back in 1992, the first ever text message was sent. And so the one song question I asked you today is, what make was your first ever mobile phone? And can you remember what network you were on? People have gone, as our audience always do, above and beyond that, and some of them are letting me know the deals that they were on. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. wow. Which is excellent. Oh, nice. So thank you for that. Dave, I had a Motorola Flare on 1-to-1 one one in 1996. Free calls after 6pm, but unfortunately the battery went flat by 4. That's from Jamie <laughs> from Wickford. Classic Nokia 3310 on orange from Sarah. Oh, yeah. That's one heck of a combo you got there, Sarah. I mean, a Nokia 3310 on orange. I would still proudly have both yeah, of those things. I had. Did you have that as I well? Had, yeah. I had it for years. I was on the same contract for years yeah. and I didn't... I did, they never rang up to say, do you want to upgrade it? I, I must have slipped no. through the system and after about nine years, I rang them up to be like, can I get an upgrade on my contract? I said, what's your current contract? And I said, well, it's about £30 a month I get, I think, five free texts and they just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> 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 Panasonic JC with a pull-up aerial. Oh, pull-up aerial. On wow. Vodafone, says Rich in Warwickshire. Sony Ericsson, orange. Dave in the lakes. Dave, a one-to-one Motorola flip phone. Ooh. Free evening and weekend calls, oh, Brendan. yes. <laughs> My first mobile was a Savvy Ooh. and was on orange. Savvy. So this Colleen oh. in Preston, you, I mean, the hype beast one morning, he, he leapt out of his chair. <laughs> I think Mark had a Savvy back in the so day. So the Savvy so had one, savvy had yeah. one key really detail weird. to it. Matt, do you want to tell everyone what it that was? It was a Philips Savvy. It looked like a horrible sort of landline phone. You can get one but on it, eBay it, used it, for 23 you, pounds. It gave you like a fortune. It gave told you your fortune every day. That was the selling point. It would give you. It do your star signs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a really weird selling point. Wow. I mean, you've got to be pretty savvy to buy a mobile phone so you can get your fortune ready. You are going to run out of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Morning team. My first phone was a Coca-Cola Motorola. My dad saved Ooh. the coupons from the back of the wrappers. Wow. It was on one two one, baby. Yes. Absolutely loved it. You could change the front on it from Jake oh, 33. Cool. Do you remember that? Yeah. The yes. little clip-on front. Yeah, well, yeah. that was a big wow. change. Um, I was on People's Phone in about 1997 with a Nokia brick with oh. an aerial that yes. used to poke you in the ears, <laughs> says Greg, freezing in Sheffield. Uh, well, all that remains. Emma, what was yours? Can you remember? Uh, yeah, I think I was the same as Glenn. Same era. I had Nokia yeah. 3210 on Orange and Freestyler by Bumfunk MCs was my ringtone. <laughs> oh, lovely stuff. Wow. Glenn. <laughs> 3310. Yes. Uh, your ringtone, sorry. Do the you ringtone. Oh, I've always gone with generic ringtone. Okay. Because yeah. otherwise it just makes your song the least favourite song in the world because yeah, you, you go, you it grow, gets me up at five every yeah. morning. You grow to hate it, yeah. <laughs> and producer Ellie can't oh, remember yeah. anything before she the first iPhone coming about. out, which is really, really <laughs> depressing in so many ways. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio. And so here we go again with radio's easiest game to play, the hardest one to win. Giving it a go this morning, we have Matt. Morning, Matt. 
Good morning, Dave. Good morning, T. Matt, Hello. welcome along to the show. I don't know if you were listening. We were just talking about if you could remember the first phone you ever owned, the first mobile phone. Can you remember yours? Uh, I think it was a Nokia, but the first mobile phone I ever used was a Motorola that went in a car. Oh, oh a Motorola in a car. Yeah. All together now. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, Matt, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> um, Matt loves the main station, is delivering books to a school fate, which is really nice, oh. in the Kent area. And, um, Matt, let me ask you, have you ever matched five out of five whilst playing along wherever you've been at that moment in time? I certainly have, yes, yes. <laughs> OK, do you remember which member of the team that was with? Matt, Emma, Glenn, or was it Anna? It was the original gangster, Emma. It was oh, the original gangster, no. Emma. OK, <laughs> let's bad. see generator. who you're getting <laughs> on the random play generator. Will it be the OG? Yeah. Free choice. It is a free choice, Matthew. Are you going with Emma Jones? Yes, please. Okay. Let's do this. Emma is making her way out of the studio. Here we go. Matt, I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind or, of course, the word you think the OG is going to give me. And if all five match up, well, you can win £5,000 because shortly Emma will get the exact same set of words. And we begin this morning with... Heaven. Hell. Yes. B-R-I-C-K. Brick. Works. Mm. Parking. Ticket. Geography. Teacher. Yeah, yeah. 100% Matt, 100% geography teacher, yeah. And finally, F-A-C-E. Face. Book. A lot of good ones for face, mm-hmm. aren't there? <laughs> OK, Matt. Stay right there. We've got your Thank five God. words. They are locked in. It's a good set. Yeah, it is a good set. But if Emma says brick works, I'll give you the money myself. <laughs> I to say oh, my God. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what have I said? <laughs> what a thing to say. I mean, is that? can we get that in the T's and C's in the next five minutes? <laughs> oh, no, I would yeah, love to okay, see that yeah, happen. Yeah, I would confident. really love to see that happen. Because <laughs> you know that Emma was a brickie before she got into media. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hob carrier, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jonesy the hob carrier. <laughs> um... She could carry 40 bricks. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, amazing. So, wow, that's quite a, I think quite a statement, say Matt. wall, I'd imagine. Well, you, yeah. I bet you hope now, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Whereas the rest of us all, are all on the other Matt side, and we hope, we pray, she says, works. And you know cool. what? Well, we're going to find out. Next. Five words, five grand. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. If you're just joining us here on the studio, Matt Dyson has done one of the biggest school people errors you can ever do in broadcasting, <laughs> yeah. which is offer to give the audience member the money yourself if yeah, a certain right. thing plays out and, well, it's dangerous. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio. I'm still fairly It's confident. a dangerous thing to do. <laughs> a bit nervous. Matt, good luck to you. It's time Thank to you. get underway. 
Good luck, Em. Also, it's not legally binding. Hang on, no, 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 no. Commit, commit. Okay, I'll commit to it. It's fine. It's fine. I'll commit to it. Okay, wow, what a thing to say. I mean, obviously, you're taught that day one, journalism presenting school. Never say, if that happens, I'll give you the money myself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Heaven. Hell. Correct. Oh, Matt's just lost that money. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's keep on going. Keep we're not going to say which we word we're looking. We no, we're not. We're not. It could be any of these words. Here yeah. we go. Brick. Wool. Thank you, Emma. Oh, Matt. Well, sorry, Matt. It was. It was a brick wall. It was Matt is overjoyed. What Matt. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Matt. Okay. I couldn't tell whether I'd done good or bad then. Well, no. you, well, you saved Matt giving saved the Matt. other Matt five thousand pounds of his own money because okay. he said brick works. Oh. To which Matt Dyson said, "If Emma says that, I will give you the money myself." Oh well, Matt, you're welcome, and Matt, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In my defence, there's a pub in my town called the Brick. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's so you see. So, yes. 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 Yeah. Then we started to speculate wildly as to yes. when you used to be a hod carrier before you became a news anchor. <laughs> um, and someone has asked, can you count in 75s? Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, this has really spiralled. The, the long and short of this is, um, dear darling listener Matt, who loves the main station, yeah. who's delivering books to schools in Kent, hasn't won the money today. Yes, Matt sad. Dyson has yeah. learned a very valuable lesson yes. yeah, yeah. when One it comes to broadcasting on live radio. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Let's do the remaining words, shall we? What have you got for parking? Ticket. Absolutely yes. right. Mm. Geography. Teacher. Correct. Yes. Face. Off. Oh. Book. Oh. But it is three out of five on five words, five grand. Uh, Listener Matt, have a wonderful Christmas when it comes around and thank Thank you for tuning in. Love to the family, my man. Nice one. Take care of yourself. So this means we're going to be playing again tomorrow. 0330 123 1215. That is the number to call. Five words, five grand. Absolute Radio. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Here, Janine. Are you taking part in Whamageddon this year? No, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the object of the challenge is to go as long as possible without hearing Wham's last Christmas. The challenge started on December 1st and ends at midnight on December 24th. Only the original version of the song counts. You can enjoy covers until your heart is content. The moment you hear the song and recognise it, you are out, you have been whammed. And finally... You cannot deliberately wham somebody and get them out. Don't be that person. Yeah, you think Janine would have known the rules by now, wouldn't you, really? Come on, Janine. Come She's on. still here. Keep be up. fair to her. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Janine. You know, it gets like, come on, Janine. <laughs> um, okay, so as soon as you get whammed, well, you guys, you do let us know, and you let us know at 8, 12, 15. Or on email, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk, or you slip into my DMs on my Instagram. And it's good of you to share... You're brave folk, like Jen in Wiltshire, who says, whammed from behind whilst biting into a sausage roll, Dave. (sighs) Again, what a way to go. A busker had started a verse of Last Christmas. Now, I know that usually covers are safe, but this loose cannon of a whammer (laughs) was playing the original at full blast and then just occasionally singing over it. That's from Jen, who is very much out. 
Dave, I got whammed in a big bib whilst getting a short back and sides. My barbers were carelessly playing a Christmas playlist when it came on. I yelled, no! Not you, Janine, you're fine. You just relax. <laughs> the barber panicked, put the clippers down and looked at my head. What have I done wrong? I explained that my barnet was fine, but my soul was not. <laughs> That's from Benny in Manchester. So coming up next, in fact, after the next song I'm going to play you, we are going to open the first ever court of Whamageddon. Yeah. We've got Whampole of the Bailey coming next. <laughs> we're going to dis- <laughs> well, ask your parents. We're going to discuss uh, a very unique whamming, and we're going to discuss whether a listener by the name of Chris Sherry is still in or if he is out. All will be explained next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where it is time for Wham Pole of the Bailey. So this correspondence starts with, Dear Dave, I need some Whamageddon advice, please. I was sitting in a restaurant last night and was oblivious to last Christmas, the original version, playing in the background as I was deep, deep in conversation. My partner said to me, listen to what's playing. And so Chris Sherry raises the question, is that her deliberately whamming me? Because this sits somewhere between rule number four and rule number five. So, yes, the court of Whamageddon is open because rule number four is the moment you hear the song and recognise it, you are out, you have been whammed, which is what has happened to Chris. He has recognised the song, he's heard it, he's out. But rule number five is you cannot deliberately wham somebody and get them out, don't be that person. Mm. And his partner has made him aware of the fact that it is Mm. playing. So had she not done that... Yeah. He would have been blissfully unaware and therefore he wouldn't have recognised the song and he wouldn't be out. So, as I say, what do you think? Matt, I'll start with you. In or out? Well, I think it is a bit of a grey area, but I think it, it, you have to play the song yourself. So if his wife had pressed play on the song, uh, then that would mean he was not out. But as it was playing in the background... He, I yeah, think but that's like would... not pulling the trigger yourself but hiring a hitman. <laughs> Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so you can get... I hope this yeah. is never used in court. Yeah, yeah. As evidence. So let's I let's think... have a look at Exhibit A, shall we? This is Emma Jones saying this live on a breakfast yeah. show on well, Wednesday the 6th of December. There's no way he was talking non-stop for like three and a half minutes, wherever long that song is. He would have eventually... You've been out it. with Mark before. People can do <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> 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 I just think it wasn't her fault, and I don't think it was passed as a deliberate whamming. I don't so, think. is he in or out in your I mind? I think he's out. He's you think he's out? Okay. Yeah. Uh, join in, by the way, 8, 12, 15. Um, Emma, let me cross to you right now. What do you think? Yeah, I think Matt's right. I think she merely drew his attention to the fact that the song was on, yeah. which is fine, and yeah. then he recognised it, and therefore he's out. Yeah. But if you cared and loved someone and you knew they were just in the middle of a monologue, I imagine Chris Sherry was telling a, you know, an incredible story, yeah. and it was playing, you'd be thinking, OK, I'm not, I hope he doesn't realise. Yeah. I'm not going to bring it to his attention. I hope he doesn't realise because yeah. he's going to get whammed. You she, go, oh, look what's playing. She probably thought there's no way he's not going to recognise this in a minute. But also, it's probably her realisation. Like, when I got wham last Friday, yeah. I was in the car with Katie and I went, oh, no! And then that made her realise. Had I not said, oh, no, 
she probably would have been oblivious to the fact that it was played. Yes. So yeah. it, it wasn't malicious on my part. No. Mm. And I don't think it was malicious on his partner. No, no. I don't think so. No, I but refuse the, to believe he wouldn't have recognised the, the strains well, of he, the song. He said that he was not. He was blissfully unaware. He also says, and the difference between what happened with you and Katie, Glenn... His partner said, listen to what's playing. Yeah, yes. but oh, listen to what's playing. It's very specifically yeah. true. Well, yeah, not, yeah, no, no, that, it depends on what the intonation yeah, is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Listen uh, yeah. to what's yeah. playing. <laughs> then, so but I don't, yeah. this is an yeah. email, I don't know how... But, <gasps> you, listen to what's playing. You know, it could have been that. Yeah. Uh, which I think is fine. I know Chris Sherry is one of the most festive names out there, but I think you're out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> You're no longer in the game. Oh, okay. It's always tough for us sherries and berries around this time of year, let me tell you. So, you're clearly agreeing with Matt Dyson. You're saying that sherry's out. Mm -hmm. Sherry in or out? Out. Got to be out. Okay. I I mean, I think sherry's still in. However, I once, on this very breakfast show a few years ago, allowed a paramedic to come back into the game because they got whammed while saving someone's life. The abuse I got. Oh, yeah. The abuse I got on social media. That's Thursday night clapping. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. So, I I mean, 8-12-15, I've put the case before you all. So I ask, is Sherry... In or out. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We are currently faced with one of the most complex things that's ever come our way as part of Whamageddon. We are Whampole of the Bailey. The court of Whamageddon is underway after we received the following correspondence for those of you who are just joining us. Dear Dave, I need some Whamageddon advice, please. I was sitting in a restaurant last night and was oblivious to last Christmas playing in the background as I was deep in conversation when my partner shouted out, listen to what's playing. Is that her whamming me? asked Chris Sherry, because this sits somewhere between rules four, which is the moment you hear the song and recognise that you are out, you have been whammed, and rule five, and finally, you cannot deliberately wham somebody and get them out. 8, 12, 15. He's still in, Dave. He was not organically whammed. It was forced upon him. Hearing it on the radio station is then forced upon you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Jen in Chingford, Dave, he's totally in. I kind of, I think he is still in, but things get slightly more complex. Dave, I have to agree with the team. He is out. It's a slippery slope. If he's allowed to stay in, Dave, don't do it. That said, he needs to break up with his partner (laughs) as she was not supportive from Paul in Manchester. Good point. Whole new levels. This affecting relationships now, Wham again. (laughs) If whatever he was rambling on about was remotely interesting, she would have been oblivious to Uh, it playing in the background too. Good point. He's out and needs to get some better chances. Chat. Morning, Dave. Morning, team. Sorry, but Dave is right. Chris is in. We have to look at the facts. There is no way of knowing if he could have made it through the whole song without recognition. Mm. Hearsay cannot be used in court. Rule four clearly states when you recognise the song. The fact is he didn't recognise the song and it was brought to his attention should make him exempt. That's exempt. (sighs) 
from being whammed on mm. this occasion. It's a big swing from Steve in Cornwall. Mm. And finally, Philip in Birmingham is taking us into whole new realms here <laughs> with uh, Schrodinger's Wham, is what he's calling it. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, Matt, this is based on Schrodinger's yes. cat. Would you tell everyone what uh, that is? The, the best thought, you can. thought experiment that states that if you seal a cat in a box with something that can eventually kill it, you won't know if the cat is alive or dead until you open the box. So until you open the box and observe the cat, the cat is simultaneously dead and alive. So Schrodinger's wham, according to Philip in Birmingham, goes something like this. Sherry is both in and out of the game simultaneously. <laughs> My brain hurts. He's achieved a sort of cosmic wham equilibrium. It's <laughs> amazing. So what we're saying is, is that, Sherry, you are, you're still in the game but you're allowed to listen to Wham's Last Christmas as much as you like. He's in limbo. Because you can never be out. No. You are... You've completed Wham again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, because we you're... never know if he would eventually have heard the song during that chat in the restaurant. So, Chris Sherry, that's you. You are neither in nor out. Wow. You are Schrodinger's wham, my friend. <laughs> you are Schrodinger's wham. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now, some time ago, in fact, around ten past seven this morning, we did a little quick one-song question. For those who don't know, it's where I play one song and you need to get your answers in effectively. We do it from time to time. And today, Matt Dyson told how that the first ever text message was sent this week back in 1992. Yeah. So we decided to ask, what was the make of your first ever phone and what network were you on? So many fantastic little details yeah. have come through with this. So we've decided to do some more. Thank you for getting in touch. Sarah in Newcastle says, my first phone was Bosch. <sighs> on orange <laughs> it was clear and would light up oh, when the phone rang wow. she adds it also had an aerial oh yes <laughs> why don't uh, Bosch make phones anymore I don't know I love that Jan would you of course you <laughs> well, would of course yeah. you would <laughs> Matt's uh, Christmas wish <laughs> Jan Janice Motorola on analogue and then Ooh. listen to this for a sentence doesn't get used much nowadays. It got cloned, <laughs> so I had to change the digital. <laughs> cloned phones, yes. Uh, Justine in Sunderland says, my first mobile was a Motorola StarTac. It also had an aerial. Yeah. And then she just says, I love that phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. First phone was a Dan Cool Brick purchased Ooh. from Peter Jones off Dragon's Dens. Wow. First mobile phone shop in Slough oh, in amazing. 1995. Oh, Dave, I had a Philips Savvy. Now, oh, so yes. many people have been getting in touch about these. I they want were. one so bad. <laughs> they were amazing, weren't they? Me and my mates used to decide if we were going to go out based on its love horoscope. <laughs> 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 my, my mate Ralph... Use the feature to try and predict England's fortunes in the oh. Japan and Korea World Cup oh, by comparing the players' horoscopes. Oh, As yes. I say, Mark in Ottenham says, what a machine. <laughs> what, what a machine. <laughs> to look up Danny Mills' star sign. <laughs> 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 the Philips wow. Savvy. The horoscopes were built into the handset, apparently. So you didn't download them. They were already loaded onto the phone. Like a magic eight ball. <laughs> yeah, but... yeah. So they were there the whole oh, time. Oh, I, I want one. And, and they are a thing of beauty, aren't they? they yeah. They've gone through being so ugly that they're yes. now attractive again. Like... <laughs> 
Not really. Okay. Uh, morning, Dave. I had the Philips TCD 808 mobile phone Ooh. on BT Cellnet. Oh, yes. I remember buying it cheap uh, as it wasn't the newest model and I bought it from BHS. <laughs> <laughs> The Philips what? TCD 808 on BT Cellnet from BHS is oh. the most 90s text message yeah, we have ever received. It's a playground dish. So many you acronyms. Buy, you buy your phones from British home stores, mate. <laughs> oh, anyway, thank you for that. It started as a one-song question, but thanks to you, as always, it needed much, much more airtime. So brilliant stuff. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. But it's time right now for the social ammunition. Extra, extra, extra. Extra. Where every now and again, Matt Dyson brings us another favourite thing from across social media. Matt, what yes, is it today? Michael Spicer oh, does it again, says Mel. And the many people that have shared this with me over the past 24 hours, uh, the excellent Michael Spicer, a, a social ammo favourite, has done a piece about if art critics talked like football pundits. It's a lovely I'm concept. In. I'm in. This is what it sounds like. It's a great exhibition. It was end-to-end. You had the likes of your Van Goghs, your Toulouse, Lutrecht, your Renoirs, all turning up for the big occasion. The Royal Academy is a tough place to go at the best of times, but they turned in some terrific performances this afternoon. Manet's pastel sketches showed that he really had great technique for a big man. And I very oh. much enjoyed the high intensity of the lad Degas. He was finding packets of light all over his ethereal interpretations. I mean, he's a top, top painter. Uh, the dreamlike renderings of Monet proved that he can be good with his left hand as well as his right. And I know he was struggling to find form at the start of the season, and people said that, you know, that he lacked composure in the final third third of the canvas uh, but as soon as he got one powerful symbolic impressionist masterpiece under his belt loads more came shortly afterwards and as expected he went on a little run after that and I couldn't be happier for the boy he's a smashing lad by all accounts and uh, after this performance he's sure to be knocking on the Royal Academy President's door saying you know give me a shot at a full retrospective game so yeah all in all you know the exhibition was a tremendous victory the lads really put a shift in but they've got to keep doing that week in week out uh, it's just a shame that they lost Dagar for the rest of the season with the recurrence of that niggling injury he's got. <laughs> it's genius. So good. I'll Brilliant. share it on my socials. Brilliant work. You can talk about it later and I've saved your data. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. That is it for what has been an exceptional edition of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. You guys out there have been incredible this morning. I am so grateful. The whole show will live on in podcast form. And Matt, whilst there have been many great podcast names, the bell rung just for example on Massage Parlour or Bum Bum, uh, nobody knows what goes on at the Rotary Club and Emma Hog Carrier Jones. I think there can be yeah, only, only one, one name. Yeah, surely. Would you like to do the honours, sir? Yeah, Schrodinger's Wham. That's it. Amazing work. We reached a state of cosmic wham equilibrium today, thanks to Philip in Birmingham. That is the name of the podcast. If you missed any of that, I urge you, even if it's the first time you've ever listened to a podcast, let it be today's edition of The Breakfast Show. As I say, we couldn't have done it without you guys out there, so thank you one. Once again. Right, on the way, the details you need to be made a winner. Today it's £190,000. We promise to have the money in your bank account today, should you win it. We'll be back tomorrow at 6am. So until then, as always, stay safe, stay entertained. <laughs>